Hey, Senda. Hey, Phil. Hey, do you want to get together and we'll uh, play some uh, role-playing games face-to-face? Whoa, 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 dude. Dude. No. No. Oh, I don't social know. distancing. You could be infected. I could be infected. Like, come on, man. Of course you're right. <laughs> you know what we should do instead is probably play a game online. Senda, would you like to play a game online? Heck yes! And welcome to another episode of Pandas Talking Games. I'm Phil, who's locked in my house like a bunker. <laughs> and I'm Senda, who's feeling pretty good about the last eight days that I've spent in my house. <laughs> I feel like that meme about introverts told to stay at home and then they start playing the, like, in the air tonight. Yes. <laughs> I've been waiting for this my whole life. In the air yeah. I mean, yeah. listen up, folks. Whoa. Having to stay in my house and <clears throat> like play video games and watch TV and shit. Oh man, it's horrible. I finished my I, book today. I'm I'm an eighties latchkey kid. <laughs> like I trained my whole childhood for this nonsense. Like I am prepared. And I have tools I never even had in the eighties. I know we I can have actually internet. still like have conversations with people I when can we want still to. Still see people's anyway. I, I, yeah, tonight, but, but but it requires them to set a time and get permission to call. Yeah, which is like introvert dream. So uh, tonight, tonight we are going to talk about um, what is uh, most current, which is COVID nineteen, and. Not that our episode's about COVID-19, because there are many better places you should get your COVID-19 information from. <laughs> very, very much so. <laughs> but what we are going to talk about is kind of how um, how it's affected us. And on top of that, how uh, really what we're going to talk about our gaming topic for tonight is we're going to talk about how to transition your face-to-face group into an online group. So for people who are playing online, you're going to be like, Psh, I know all this already. But there's yeah. a lot of people who still play role-playing games face-to-face. Because it's great. Um, yeah, well, because it's, you know, I mean, it's how, I mean, it's how many of us came up in the hobby. Yep. Um, you know, I did, right? And, you know, and it's a social activity and those are all great. But right now, that's not a thing that um, we really can afford to do. So how do you transition a, t- a already existing tabletop game into a digital game? And what are some tips for running your best digital game possible? So, with those three topics, how we're doing, how to transition to online, and then some just general tips. And our general tips will be pretty light because, or I should say light and fast, because those are things that um, we have talked about before. And those are probably our tips aren't going to be anything that other experienced online players aren't going to tell you as well. So, really, the meat of this is how to make the transition. Yes. And also, we're going to try and make this one kind of quick. To make yes. sure my voice lasts all the way through. <laughs> yes, because because you have a um, you have a cold. I have not COVID. A different correct. <laughs> correct. You have generic head cold. Generic head cold. Cool. So let's yeah. just so let's back up. Last week, last week was a different week, right? When we recorded last Monday, yeah. like the world the world was fundamentally um, different. <laughs> 
I mean, all joking aside, right? I mean, like Monday started like pretty, I, I was still, I've been still pretty concerned, but, you know, by the end of last week, a whole lot of things happened. Kids out of school and... Um, see, see, you're saying last Monday, but last Monday was my child's first day from home. Like all oh, of this man, stuff I don't hit. even... <clears throat> Actually, I don't the, even week, the week before for me is when all of this hit. I haven't been to work in eight days. I haven't been right, in so, my physical office in eight days. All right. So to be clear, yeah. To be clear, I don't think I have a good sense of time right now. <laughs> That's um, fair. All right. So first of all, you're home. I'm home. Yep. Right. Everybody's home. Um, both of us are. I, I wanted to say healthy, but you are not. Um, I'm, I'm not. But I don't. I don't. <laughs> you are don't COVID have free. The COVID. I and can tell I, because my nose won't stop dripping and I don't have a correct. fever. <laughs> correct. So you have, so, and I am healthy, right? I am fine. I um, am not presenting any, uh, any signs, nor do I feel under the weather or anything. But we are home. Kiddos are out of school. <laughs> yep. And uh, I'm, you know, transitioned to working from home. I um, uh, scooped up my, uh, I scooped up my laptop and some gear from work. And have shoehorned it into my um, home office desk, so that I can actually uh, work using my uh, my my two twenty four inch monitors. And I'm conducting a lot of uh, meetings through Teams, which is something that my um, company's used to doing anyway. So that wasn't really a big transition for us. And my company has always been prepared to work from home, primarily for the fact that we live in Buffalo and it, you know, sometimes snows. Snows a lot. So everybody in my company is pretty much set up to work from home, uh, with the exception of the handful of guys who have to actually go in and touch computer stuff, like touch the actual servers and stuff. But there's only like four of those guys. Yeah. The rest of us can actually do everything we need to from home. And we've, and we've had to do it from time to time when, when, when the weather's come up. So my work part is actually kind of okay. Like in terms of being set up to work from home, I work for um, the state university of New York. And if you're following any news um, and you may not be, if you're, you know, on a national level, but the governor directed the state university of New York to move all of its classes to online learning for the rest of the semester, which has put a um, incredible strain on me as we are kind of ramping up to prepare for what could be an unprecedented amount of online learning going through uh, our network and stuff. So I've been crushed, for a lack of a better term, at work for a couple weeks now, right? I am fairly, I, I get through my work day, I pass out for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours sometimes, um, wake up and just, you know, try to do some stuff in the evening and then pass back out. It's pretty grueling and it'll probably be like this for a few more weeks for me. How about you? Well, I have a stupid cold that my son gave me. <laughs> uh, you know but, what? Cold might have been your best friend. You had to stay home with him from school. I know. And you had to stay home yourself. Right. Keeping so. you out of the office space. <clears throat> you actually work in a shared office space. Yeah. And it was starting to make me quite nervous. <laughs> yeah. So you think your son might have done you a favor? Yeah. I wasn't super sad about it, but I am sad that like my left ear and I are still not on complete speaking terms, you know. Yeah. Um, and obviously my voice is kind of shot, which is also the the key that tells you that I'm starting to feel better, right? Because 
that's that's how you know when I start losing my yes. voice. I'm almost over oh, it. Um, we've nearly done 200 episodes of this show. It's happened before. It, um, it's happened before. <laughs> yeah. So 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 that was my thing. Fortunately, my company is also super set up to work remotely, and there really isn't anything that we have to be in the office for. So um, we just shifted all of our meetings to being in Google Meets, which many of them already were because we have some people who work remotely all the time. And our CEO is in London because he didn't have his visa sorted out yet. And they put in the new travel bans and he had to get home and like he had to book a flight from Denver to London in like 24 hours and get back there. So it's been a little interesting. And then like, so I work in the events industry. And gosh, no gatherings larger than 10 people. So as you might imagine, many things are canceled or postponed. Many. So while you have been going absolutely wild with your hair on fire, I have been finding less and less stuff to do despite my best efforts. I, I've been like, you know, doing stuff as far ahead as I can. And then, but we're starting to get to the point where it's like, yeah, this, this says it's going to be in like, I hit one today that was like, this says it's happening on March 25th. I don't believe that this is happening on March 25th. Do you really want me to invest time on this thing where people think that they're going to be having a conference on March 25th? And and let's be honest, depending on the state, it may not even be legal. Right, exactly. Like, I don't think this is happening, but okay. So that's been interesting. But so, so my days are getting like calmer and calmer to a point of a little bit of concern. Like, it's good. We have some time to like sort things out and fix stuff moving forward and, you know, make some processes and stuff that we didn't have in place before. And hopefully we take advantage of that. But it's also kind of concerning because it means... Oh, it, oh, we're just we're just not doing anything during our normal busy season right now. There's nothing happening. Yeah. So. Huh. We'll see. So yeah. Anyway, so, so my workday experience is complete opposite of yours, which is that I I'm like there and available for the whole workday time, and I'm on all the calls, and I'm actively participating in all the calls, and then I sit there and then I like poke at the tickets like morosely for a couple of hours, and then I like look at other things then i check back and like <laughs> yeah i um i almost don't like talking to anyone right now about I, work because everyone else it's dying and you're well, like we getting started drowned. up a minecraft server and everybody's been like logging time and i'm like i i, I, I like i you know i got like 30 minutes for lunch right. the other day right like you didn't, I, the you other got day like i got five. five minutes yeah i did i had seven hours of meetings i had five minutes yeah, to Jesus. make myself lunch i made myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and and potato chips and like i ate like a i ate like a second grader in the middle of you know between meetings or not even between meetings i got to my next meeting with my sandwich yes and ate through your next meeting yeah and so did everyone else because they were also in the previous meeting Um, (laughs) yeah okay cool let's um let's switch topics good yes let's let's talk about uh transitioning and i'm gonna do a little more talking tonight than you that's fine Um, that's fine because your voice is uh, strained. Mine is not, so I yeah, will. Um, that's cool. So if people are like, "Boy, Phil talked a lot in this episode," <laughs> it's because I'm being um, chivalrous. I'm, I'm, yes, I will. Thank you. I will do an extra lift. On I this. appreciate you. 
Cool. All right. So I will, I'm going to talk a little bit about my own experience and then I'll have you chime in. Um, just, you know, since we're doing this without a script, hold up your finger when you're ready to chime in. Okay. I have, a, I do have a couple of points because I have played a bunch of yeah. game on, games online and I am currently in the process of transitioning my real life face-to-face game group to online also. So yeah, absolutely. All right. So here's the deal. I have, I have three game groups. So last week, the week before something like that, whatever, I had started taking this a little more seriously and I had instituted a, I had told everybody in all my game groups, you can only come over if you're a hundred percent, right? I didn't want anyone coming over. This is before we got into, you know, staying at home and stuff like that. But I was just starting to tell people like no showing up to the game, you know, feeling a little under the weather, no showing up to the game with a little bit of a cold that has been done before without any real consequence, but you know, people have come over like, oh, you know, I'm getting over a cold, whatever, whatever. So I just started doing that. And then like, and then we actually canceled my game last Sunday because one of the players had a fever. Turned out it was, I think, strep. So it was also not COVID related. But, you know, they were like, I, I, I don't know what it is. I have a slight fever. I don't want to come over. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want, want you to, to come, come over. over. I love you, but Stay also quiet. correct yeah and so we just we can't like we canceled that game because i was like kind of uh i mean again i was exhausted from work for the week and i was just like i took the easy button on that and then we moved to like everybody stay home don't interact yeah you know no unnecessary social contact social distancing now my game room is not a place of social distancing no right my my game room is small it's confined and when we're all sitting around the table like we are literally face to face right like if somebody coughs all of us get it yes so very quickly i was like okay we need to move all my like i need to move all three of my games into a online format even though everybody is local so um the first thing i did and not that this is a thing that people have to do because there are free alternatives to this, but I went and just got a uh, monthly subscription to Zoom. Yeah. It's $15 a month for the for the basic tier. And what I like about it is that there's uh, you can run up to 24 hours. The free version of Zoom limits you to 40 minutes. And I can have like up to 100 guests. 24 hours and 100 people is not what I need for a role-playing <laughs> game. But I really needed more than 40 minutes, minutes yeah. right? So, yeah, 40 minutes um, is too short. Yeah, so I, I went with Zoom. So so we're we're sticking with Hangouts for the moment. Yeah, so Hangouts is a perfectly viable platform. It is at some point going to be deprecated by uh, Google, yeah. uh, probably in favor of something else that will come along. But you have a number of different other options too, right? There's Discord, there's Hangouts. You could um, do Skype. You could do Skype. You can do free Microsoft Teams. My um, preference is, is always going to be for a system that has a video option. Yeah. Also, also a reason I got Zoom, right? Also a reason I got Zoom. Yeah. What's the, there's a um, Streamlabs, I think is one of them. Right. Even though it's primarily made for streaming, it still totally works. Yep. So there are, all, there are options. Um, I, I agree with your recommendation. I like video. I like video because I think it helps with connectivity. It helps with connectivity and it means that... Ugh, it's actually really interesting. We've talked a lot about body language stuff on this podcast and picking up people's body language. It's, for me, extremely difficult to run a game for people 
that I can't see because I lose all of that information. I actually don't understand what's going on, if they're involved, if they're paying attention, if they're enjoying it, all of those things, right? If I need right. to take a different path without video, I literally am just like running in the dark. I have no idea. So it's yeah. totally possible to run a very good game without video. I find it, especially as an improv GM, to be extremely difficult personally. Yep. All right. So let's talk about, again, so some of this we're going to talk about in terms of economic privilege, right? Because being able to have a video platform for a game means a couple things, right? So it means that you have a decent amount of internet. Yep. It means that you have some sort of video camera and microphone that could just be on your laptop, yep. your iPad, your phone, whatever. Whatever. Yep. And you have some sort of platform by which to do it. So there are some ways to do this cheaply, and there are ways that you could spend more money on this. Yep. So I just want people to keep that in mind. I don't want to be like sitting around like, well, as I sit on my pile of money and run all my games, <laughs> right? Like, like you can totally do this inexpensively if you piece your way through it, right? Internet's gonna be probably the hardest one, yeah. but I'm going to say that the if you're listening to us, my guess is you probably have internet. But if you don't, that is a thing that you will have to secure is reasonable internet. Reasonable for audio, slightly better than reasonable for, for video. For video, yeah. And video okay. really does help. So it's worth it if now, you can get it. If, if you got a PC getting webcam, right? A lot of people have webcams already, but you could get a webcam off of Amazon. Um, they range from relatively inexpensive to ridiculous. The relatively inexpensive ones work fine. I have a couple, like I have one or two left over from work, but I bought one. I bought one last year, just a, I think like a $50 Logitech one that I just bought because it was the one we, it was, it was the same model we used to record the show on before we got a much better camera. The misdirected one. And that was a pretty okay, yeah. I think it's like a 720p. Yeah. So it, it's pretty decent. You're going to need some sort of microphone, headphone kind of thing. We are podcasters, mics and earbuds and headsets and things like that are things that we have uh, in abundance. But for my online game, I'm not going to use my studio mic setup. I'm actually going to use my uh, Logitech headset. I have a wired Logitech. I think it's the G24. It's only It was only like 20 bucks, right? It was not expensive, but it's over the ear cushioned over-the-ear headset with a boom mic. And what I really like about it is a couple things. One, it's wired, so I don't have to worry about batteries dying in the middle of a um, in the middle of a game. It has inline mute. We're going to talk about that under tips, right? Inline mute. Mm-hmm. Um, I can mute myself if need be very easily without having to click the software. I can just, it, there's a little thing that I actually clip to myself and I can just flick the little button and I'm muted, flick the little button, I'm unmuted. But what I really like is that headset was relatively inexpensive, but they're cushioned. Like I can leave that headset on for hours. I'm really glad that that's true you. for you. My glasses are big and thick and plasticky, so I have not found a, a headset oh. that I can do that with because it pushes the tops of, no matter how big and cushy they are, it pushes the tops of my ears over the plastic of my glasses where it's super thick there, and then eventually they just start hurting. But anyway, that's all kind of moot. It's cool if you can get all the equipment, but really all you need is some kind of set of headphones just so you're not making an echo. And yes. like the mic in your computer is fine. Yeah. 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 Don't feel like you have to do anything special unless no, you want to. No, your $10... Your $10 Skullcandy earbuds totally plugged fine. into your laptop Absolutely. will pull this off. Absolutely yes. no problems. Correct. If you're thinking about, you know, doing this a little bit more or, you know, doing this for a little bit longer, again, 
those Logi- that Logitech headset reasonably like reasonably priced. There are much more expensive headsets. Like pro video gamer headsets are ridiculously expensive. I got this one very very cheap because I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not. But in the end, I like love that headset. And you have yeah. talked to me on. You have talked to me on Mumble and stuff before. It's it, the quality fine, of it's yeah. perfectly fine, right? For conversation. Yeah. In the yeah, end, it's not rec- it didn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's not record quality. Okay. I cracked my uh, Don't even. Up. That's, you know, that's your game groups. Uh, okay. They're listening. They'll get it. It's funny. All right, let's, let's talk about more. Let's, let's talk about more conversion stuff while you take a sip of tea and rest your I voice. I don't have any more tea left. Okay. I'm a um, sad panda. So the next thing you're going to need to do is convert any of your physical assets over to digital. Now, for instance, I generally collect all the character sheets at the end of a game and put them in a file, you know, put them in a file and put them in a filing cabinet because I've had way too many times in the past where people forget their character sheets. So I'm the keeper of the character sheets. That is a problem right now because <laughs> I have all the you character sheets. have everybody's sheets. character sheets. Oh, no. <laughs> right. So... Um, <laughs> So what I need to do is actually get digital copies of their character sheets over to them so they can retranscribe them. Uh, and, and for this, we're not going to get terribly fancy. I have a phone. Um, With a camera. I can, take, <laughs> I can take pictures. But what I will probably do, just because they come out a little clearer, is I will use an app called Office Lens, which uh, is made by Microsoft. And part of it is a digital scanner. So I can actually scan and it will actually do high contrast black and white. Yeah, I, to make them I, very readable. I use Scannable, and it does it does the exact same thing. That's literally all that it does. Yeah, so I'm just I mean nothing fancy here. I'm just going to take my phone, put character sheets on the table, click, um, scan, <laughs> scan them in, and Quote. probably put them up to Google Drive. Quote scan. <laughs> yeah, I'll put them up on Google Drive, and then people can get them. Right, I highly recommend Google Drive. Right, some sort of shared storage platform. I'm uh, not supporting Dropbox right now. Their model is um, expensive, getting clunky and greedy. Yeah, where Google's is abundant and pretty ubiquitous. So I like uh, Google Drive for this kind of stuff. The other thing that I need to do. So I have two specific needs for two different games. So the first one is for DCC. We're doing a dungeon crawl. And I have been using my whiteboard to draw very uh, poorly drawn maps. <laughs> oh no! Um, on the whiteboard, yeah. So that's not going to be possible. No. So what I'm what I tinkered with a little and not nearly enough before my game tomorrow uh, is actually uh, roll twenty. Yeah, no, roll twenty is actually great. I have played there a lot. Um, not in, not in a little while because. Um, a lot of the games that I'm playing nowadays don't require any sort of mapping component, so it's a little bit overkill. But I did used to, I, I actually ran my last campaign that I ran that was a true campaign campaign, I ran in Roll20 when everybody was still scattered across the country. So I'm a, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Roll20. There's a couple of other options running around out there now. And what I'm going to do is probably just link to the article that Ange wrote for Gnome Stew, which actually dropped today, Wednesday. Um, but I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, it has a bunch of options listed because there are several other competitors at this point. And, you know, kind of go for whatever makes you happy. But Roll20 is great. Um, it's free to get a basic account. And it does all the things that you need and it has a lot of like character sheets and stuff built in and play sets for things like for the queen. And like, it's great. 
Yeah, I'm actually going to use it pretty primitively. I took an image of the map for the dungeon that we're crawling through. And uh, I'm just going to use, I, I, I inserted it into the game and did a fo- uh, the fog of war. Yep. So I can just uncover it like uh, like one Chokes room at a, at a time. Yeah, that's exactly what that's for. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but I'm not doing like, I don't have fancy tiles. Like I literally um, screen capped the page from the, from the module. Yeah. And just put it in there. No, that's perfect. Um, it's all and I'm not doing tokens or anything like that, largely because these guys are all first leveled, so they all have three characters Oof, each. That's a lot. Like to we're not around. like we're still doing theater of the mind, but it will help me to be able to describe rooms if I can just show them the shape of the room, right? And be able to say there's a door here and a door here, right? Exactly. Yeah. The other need I have is actually, which may maybe going to roll twenty four as well, uh, is my Forbidden Lands game. Uh, Forbidden Lands has uh, the overland map. Yeah. Yep. 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 For uh, going places and doing things. And that's, you know, that's on the table when we play. And I have like a little meeple that the players move around from hex to hex to kind of show where they are, which I won't like, I I can't do that. I can't even roll that. I'm going to run this at my desk. I, I don't even have room on my desk to put out the whole map. Now, for my upcoming adventure or two, they're doing stuff at their stronghold. So I don't really have to worry about this yet, but I do have to it like over the next couple of weeks, start to figure out how to like, I need to see if I can find a digital image of that map that I could then put into roll 20 um, and like either zoom in or something so that we can kind of see, you, you know, like yeah. where, like where they're going. Well, no, but you should be able to do that because you can also like, honestly, managing tokens in roll 20 is really easy. So you oh, yeah, can just yeah. mark a token I- and move it around. I just got to get the map in. Yeah, that, that's like, the part I can't I help may, you with. <laughs> I may tweet Free League and see if they have a digital asset yeah. that they could, you know, in time of lockdown, like it would be <laughs> super you, helpful if I could get this into... In, into Roll20 so I could keep playing my game. Yeah, like, I, actually, that's a good point. I'm going to I'm gonna tweet them tonight, I think, before I go to bed and um, see if they can see if they can help. Okay, so... Things we're talking about for converting, right? So we're talking about converting physical assets into digital assets. If your game needs it, I play many games like I do not need, I do not need anything else but uh, Zoom, for instance, to play like a number of other games that I run. Like I can play most of my PBTA games just by speaking them. Right. I'm I'm um, not expecting to need a Roll20 or anything like that actually with my group as we move online um, yeah. we're just going to connect over video. So I, so again, you're going to have to look at your game and kind of, and kind of pick, do you need assets? Do you need, do you have static assets? In which case having a picture and putting it up in Google drive is good enough. Or do you have something, you know, that you need to interact with? And then do you need something like a tabletop? This last one's pretty easy. The last one is dice. You have a game. It has dice. When we play at a table, we roll dice, you know, on the table. What are you going to do for your dice rolling? So you have a couple options, right? The first one is, the first one is don't do anything. Let people roll their dice at their desk and just tell you what they got, right? Yep. That totally works. Um, Yes. I've been playing with my friend. I mean, these are my friends. This is my, you know, home groups, right? I've been playing with these people for a long time. I, if they tell me they, you know, they they rolled or whatever, then that's what they rolled, right? Like, I'm not one to one one to check them. All right. So next up, one tier up from that, uh, if you are playing with a virtual tabletop like Roll Twenty or any of the other ones, those have dice rollers built in. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this is a little bit of a learning curve to learn the syntax for how to do the role, but you can. The last one, which I will highly recommend because I have used it. It's very um, good. Yeah. In online games is uh, Roll for Your Party. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the link. Roll for Your Party is fantastic. It is, I'm going to be honest, it's not much to look at in terms of UI, but its functionality is exceptional. It does dice, it does tokens, it does force points, it does DCC dice. I, I, I challenge you to find a game that that platform, I say that, but some somebody's going to be like, I got one. No. <laughs> what I'm saying it is- It supports a lot. You'll be, you'll be lot. hard pressed to find a game that you can't play through Roll for Your Party. I and mean, while I tease it about its pretty stark UI- its functionality of what it can do is pretty exceptional. So I highly recommend it. If you need something online for dice rolling, that's the thing I would recommend. And it's uh, it's cool. Like you log into it and it comes up with a unique URL and then you give the URL to the rest of your players and you are all using that instance. Yeah. So and the can... URLs have uh, fun names because they're all word-based. So it's <laughs> like, you know, it's like slimy monkey and... <laughs> Like things like that. And and you can just keep using it because if you just keep using the same URL, your group can keep coming to it over and over. Highly recommend. There's also always dice roller apps for your phone, right? And many of them oh, are free too. Sure. But, uh, you know, if if you got your phone and your home, you probably have you your probably dice. You probably have too. your dice. So you might as well just roll your real dice because it's fun. But I thought I would throw it out there. Okay, cool. Let's um, let's talk about safety. Yeah, let's talk about safety. So the thing about safety that's drastically different when you're in an online game versus an in-person game is actually just your visibility to other people, right? So you can't just put something in the middle of the table and be like, here, touch this if you need to. Right. You you have to you have to adjust for that a little bit. So there's many ways that this can be done. I will say that the two standard things that I tend to do in my online games is that we have like you can hold up your arms or your fingers in an X. Right. And you usually you may have to say it, too, because if you're in like Google Hangouts or something and you're one of the tiny little videos, people may not see it. So sometimes you have to be like X. Right. And you can do the gesture. The gesture catches attention. You may have to say it also. Right. Because, again, it's just a visibility thing. Yep. So that's in terms of implementing an X card. That's how I have done it. I also really like things that are gesture based. So I find that the OK check in translates super duper well to online play. Right. Because uh, the same thing, it's a gesture that you can do in the space that is visible. And again, if you are not the person talking um, or specifically looking, like if you're not specifically calling a check-in, somebody may still have to do a verbal call out that a thing is happening because if you're teeny tiny at the bottom, again, it's an issue. But there's also sometimes, depending on what system you're using, you have the chat that's going by on the side that you can have simultaneous to the video. Um, So it's also possible to do things like type an X in there or like type responses in there, all of that kind of stuff so that you don't do the interrupting part. Um, We talk a lot about um, in safety about how sometimes having to interrupt the game to advocate for yourself will prevent people from advocating for themselves in that situation. So basically, think about it, talk about it with your group, negotiate what's going to work for you so that everybody feels comfortable that they could engage whatever safety tools you're going to use. What do you think, Phil? Did I get it all? Two uh, two things. Two more things, huh? 
Uh, first of all, OK Check-In. I know. OK Check-In is great online. I've been using it online a lot. O- OK Check-In is a hand gesture mm-hmm. um, that we came up with for Turning Point. Uh, I think we have the image of we it. Do. Can we just put it in with the notes for this uh, uh, for, yeah, for I this just episode? need to put it somewhere where I can make a URL for it. Yes. Sure. Yeah. I mean, um, to be clear, we didn't come up with it. We um, no, no. We, it's it's our adapted. It is, it's our adapted method yes. from the um, from the traditional LARP practice adaptation. But I I think it works really well online because even in my little video, yep, you can you know, still see it. I'm, are you okay? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yep. Right. Those gestures work really well. The other thing I will say is, roll for your party has an X card. Ooh! Any a player can a player can hit the X card button, and it will put an X card on like out on the screen for everyone to see. So what what so, happens when you actually click the X? Like, does it? I, I think it puts something up on the screen. Do something cool. I'm gonna, I want to know go now. Uh, it puts a pop up that says someone played the X card. Okay. And it even gives you a text thing where it says, if you would like, you can say why. Oh, so you can put it in there. You can you, you can to, put it you in there. You don't have to. Right. But you don't have to put it yeah. in there. And because like and all it said was someone. Yep. So roll for your party again. Very good tool. Tell, Very I'm good tool. Telling you, Very good tool. Such a good platform. Okay, hopefully um, hopefully we've given these good people some good advice about transitioning. But we got to get out of here. <laughs> All right. So last thing, let's just run through uh, some of our favorite tips for online play, and then we'll wrap this thing up. I'm just going to blast out a few of them, right? Okay. Good mic etiquette. Use your mute button when you need to. If you want to mouth through some chips um, <laughs> while you're playing, mute your mic. You, if you have to cough for any reason, especially right now as like <laughs> we're in the middle of this, if you need to cough, you can either try to cover your mic, but usually that sounds funny. Like just quick mute, quick unmute. My next tip is if you're transitioning, it's going to be bumpy the first couple episodes. If you are not practiced at playing online, the switch from physical to online is different. Conversations don't work quite the same way. Like if you if you do this for work and you have... Uh, online conversations, you know, conversations are less organic and they are much more each person takes a turn kind of thing. So be aware of that. So your conversation is going to be a little different. The other thing I'm going to say is get yourself a comfy rig. Don't try to sit hunched over your small screen laptop unless, I mean, you have no other choice, but... I mean, you say um, that, but... (laughs) No, but I'm saying like you should find a way to be comfortable if you're playing three to four hours think about where you're sitting think about the materials you need like i'm going to do my um, gaming from my desk in my office because i want both my screens so that i can put zoom up on a screen and then i can put one note and all my other stuff on on another screen but more importantly i'm in my comfy chair right i have my good chair i'm gonna have table space for water and to do writing and things like that if i had to come down here to the basement like i'm recording to you on a mac air right now i gotta try to run this whole uh, gig on 13 inches of screen space it's not going to work well for me so think of your ergonomics lastly my last tip you're playing online the same thing holds true online as it holds true for a physical game take breaks yes get up walk around for a second Go to the bathroom. <laughs> grab get a snack. Water, drink grab water. Grab a snack. Yeah, don't don't just um you're not <laughs> this isn't your four hour like Minecraft session. Like just like get up, let the blood flow a little. Okay. 
Those are my um, those are my three quick tips for playing online. What do you got? Because you're the pro. Um, I think you pretty much said everything. I think the one thing that I'll just add is like this is just a thing to know about playing over the internet. Inevitably, sometimes there's going to be audio and video glitches and whatever. Like it's fine. Just just roll with it. Um, hope it gets better. If it doesn't, maybe try again later. Right. Um, and then the other thing that I will say, and this is this is just a true fact about running games online and playing games online, mostly running them, it just takes more energy output to do it, right? Because the translation through the internet is going to eat some percentage of what you're putting out when you're running a game. Um, so just know if you are like really tired, really stressed out, not feeling well, whatever, it will have an exponentially higher effect on your enjoyment and potentially your player's enjoyment of the game because it just takes more emotional output in my experience, right? So when all else fails, just say, you know what, maybe not tonight and try again later. It's fine. <laughs> or play a shorter session. Play a shorter session or play something else or just chill and relax and chat because social interaction is still good whether you play or not. Yeah, even if that means that you're going to your three hour game is going to become an hour and a half of play and a, an hour and a half of hanging out. That's fine. Um, that's still legit. As much as playing the game is important, um, a lot of the things that we get as a benefit from playing role playing games is social interaction and contact for a lot of us, especially introverts like me. I don't have 10 different ways to interact with people. I have one way that I'm really comfortable with, which is role-playing. And giving up role-playing during times like these is actually very detrimental yeah. for somebody like me. So it's important to actually have that avenue and still do it, even if it's going to be different, even if the experience isn't going to be as good as my face-to-face -face game. A game with people that you enjoy playing with is still better than no game. Agree. Uh, and for your own mental health, for your own self-care in the place that we're at right now, and we're going to be like this for a while longer, you have to, you got to take care of yourself. Like not only physically, right? Like we're staying home because that's what we're saying. Staying home and exercising, social distancing, because that's the thing we're doing physically for everybody's health. But we also have to do stuff for our mental health. And if your main avenue is playing role-playing games, make the transition. Yeah. Um, Don't let it just and go. It, yeah. And if your group falls apart and you need a place to go, I'm just going to send you where I always send people when they say they want to play online games, go to the gauntlet. Yep. Sign up for the gauntlet. They're fantastic. They're amazing people, play amazing games. Hopefully you can find a game. And if you are Mr. Mark patron, which is also a hint that we're going to segue into the end of the show. If you're Mr. Mark patron, go to the Slack channel and put out a call. Say you're looking for players. I know, I know some people are looking for players right now, especially people who have some more free time. There are uh, pe people I know, peeps I know who have either had their hours reduced or have been laid off and things like that. And, you know, they, they have time to game. Yep. Um, and they should, because it's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, use your, use your communities. And for us, that's, the, um, you know, for some of us, that's the Mistractor Mark uh, Slack community. So that may be another reason you may want to join the as a patron is to just, you know, come be part of our uh, community. Cool. With that, we're going to transition over to uh, the end of the show. I'm just going to say before we go that um, everybody take care, be safe, wash your hands, 
practice social distancing and exercise self-care. And don't touch your um, face. Your mental health. <laughs> don't touch your face, but your mental health is as important as your physical health. Yeah. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself in all ways possible. And uh, before we head into the closing of the show, Senda's going to tell us about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network. Yeah. And she's a super geek is an any nominated actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. And you can join me and Andy every other Tuesday, except for this last Tuesday, when due to all of this, we completely fell apart and failed to record the thing we wanted to record. But other than that, like clockwork every other Tuesday for a different adventure every single time. Indeed, indeed. Say, Senda, where do people find us on the internet? Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us on the Misdirected Mark forums. You can find us by email, panda at misdirectedmark.com. And Phil, once they have that information, what can they do with it? You can leave us a topic. We really like to do the show about things that you're interested in. So leave us a topic, just question, a thing you want to hear us talk about, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'll come up with a way to make a show out of it. Don't you worry. It'll be fine. So do that. And if you like what we do here elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, please consider supporting our Patreon campaign. The Patreon is how all of this goes. It helps us with uh, everything from equipment to hosting to the hosts themselves. It means the world to us um, that you have your uh, that you show your support. It also has some benefits, right? Uh, so, for instance, um, the most uh, the biggest one right now, I think, would be the Slack Room for Life. Come join the Slack Room for Life. We have um, so many positive people there. We even opened up a COVID nineteen channel, which I now know, by the way, other or, or uh, other groups have have um, adopted since because they overlap with ours and oh. started spreading it. Yep. So just to have a place uh, to share information. And we do. Just talk we have a place. It. Yeah. Exactly. We have a COVID nineteen channel where you can come and get support or find facts because we've been compiling facts and figures and things like that. We have, you know, just us hanging out and chatting. Uh, I even have a thing set up for our patrons that I'm going to probably do weekly on Fridays, which is lunch in with uh, Misdirected Mark, where I'm going to open up a Zoom uh, at 1230 Eastern and patrons are going to be able to just uh, hop in and hang out with us and have lunch. And just talk and, you know, whatever. Uh, anyway, there's a lot of other benefits uh, for it. Bonus outtakes from the show, the after show from Misdirected Mark, goodies from Encoded Designs when we um, are in production and making things, all of those things. So please um, consider us, consider supporting us. It helps a great deal. Lastly, there's another way you can help uh, support the show because as always, if you listen to us, you will love us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the way that that works is we need people to listen to us. So Go out and spread the word yourself. But the other thing we need you to do is to go to Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice and leave us a rating or review. Um, Every new review we get really does actually help new people find the show, which is pretty fantastic. So, yeah. Thank you so much to everybody who already left a review. Yes. Thank you. Indeed. Say Senda. How is transitioning your Game Boys to online <laughs> This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Show me what you got. 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 Show
Hey, friends, this is going to be slightly interesting to record because I'm getting over a cold, which is the reason we didn't record on Monday, because it felt horrible. But the problem with me getting over a cold... Do you realize you're telling that, everybody this No, I have to tell them this. I know, but you're telling no. them this at the end of the episode. I know. We have to tell them this in the intro of the episode. Okay, I'll tell them <laughs> in the intro of the episode. Hi, friend. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, we should start this show because, um, mm-hmm. as we can tell, we're, we're, we're uh, chasing the clock here on Rock. how long Senda will have a voice. Rock and roll. Okay. Rocking and rolling. All right, ready? Meow. Meow. It's a pretty sad cat there. Yep. All right. Should have heard the noises my cat made at me this morning when I tried to fix some of his mats. He got mats in his fur. Yeah, I'm sure he's thrilled about you working from home. He likes to sit in my face. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. Meow. Meow. Bloop. Cue music. So this is where I'm just going to say, I don't know if it's super kosher. Maybe I shouldn't say it. (laughs) Never mind. I'm going to cut all of this out. Bloop. Yes. Sorry, I was waiting for you to finish. Do you need assets? Yes, I need assets. Do you need static assets? Yes, I need static assets. No. Can't wait to get it. (laughs) You don't know the waffle song. Okay. I'm just going to move right along now. No? Okay. Do you like waffles? Yeah, I like waffles. Do you like French toast? Yeah, I like French toast. Do you like pancakes? Yeah, I like pancakes. Can't wait to get a mouthful. Isn't isn't your voice... Is this the best use for your voice for <laughs> They need outtakes. The people need outtakes, Phil. Okay. Taking one for the team, I Keep see. Keep going. Okay. Bloop. Anyway, but so the last thing that we should talk about is probably safety, because that is something that changes a little bit when you move online. Uh, I did have one more besides safety. Oh, sorry, can, I, go ahead. I, can, I do, can I do one less important than safety? Yeah. And but, then we'll do safety as the important one? Okay, but then do it fast. I'm watching yeah, the time. Uh, <laughs> Roll for I wanna, I wanna know your party, your X card. Why do okay. I keep trying to sing? <laughs> Bloop. All right. With that, normally we talk about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network. I can talk about one. It's fine. And Senda's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do that again, real quick? Then we got to fly through this. She's a super geek. Andy and I uh, play different games with people. All the, You would think I would remember my own blurb, but apparently I don't. Bloop. Well, you know, Game Boys, it's the old black and white ones. So it's like too old to actually have the internet connectivity stuff for like doing little local networks. But, you know, we're doing our best. Show me what you got. <laughs> Show me what you got. Show me what so you got. So do you remember got. how we said this was going to be short? totally not oh short. my god i am not looking forward to editing this in like a really compressed time frame part one part two no no sorry but you know <laughs> things are slow at work so you could i might edit be during editing the during the day that's super true <laughs> say goodbye wow. bye bye